0: welcome to george's poetry workshop i hope you've had a fantastic week and got lots of writing done it's such a stunning day today recording this and yeah it's friday as well which is always good (laughs) um and as you know i've kind of been experimenting this month saying you know when i should send out the podcast and Uh, picking days that work and so yeah I think I'm going to continue with Thursdays but today's uh, today's a Friday so um, I hope this gives you uh, some prompts for your weekend a few weeks ago I went to the Wordsworth Trust Uh, a friend of mine organized a trip and it was amazing and I really recommend it you get a little tour of Dove Cottage and you can go into the museum, and what was really fantastic for us is that we were able to go into the archives And as as MA students, and I actually saw a copy of Wordsworth's own copy of Paradise Lost with his notations in the margin, and Wordsworth's wife Mary had written inside it, and inside it said that the book the leather it was leather bound or bound with some kind of animal hide and she said that it was bound with her brother's favorite animal and it yeah it's just such a personal book and so well well used and Mary had written in this after Wordsworth had died so she kind of knew the importance of of that um of that book and Yeah, really. And and the book itself is very old when Wordsworth had it. So it's truly a a magnificent thing to have uh, been able to see and and such a privilege. And so I sort of wanted to focus on Wordsworth a bit today. I know I've read um, A Few Miles Above Tintern Abbey in the past on the podcast. And actually, I wanted to read a poem that's, I suppose it's, it's a poem in two parts, and it's it's a it's the first the first poem they kind of come in as two with two different titles these two parts the first is called expostulation and reply and then the second is the tables turned and evening scene on the same subject so it's kind of about two friends having a conversation with one another about whether books or nature um is the best way to um to kind of gain knowledge and to expand your mind and he's addressing William Hazlitt who was an essayist and I actually wrote my dissertation on him and I mentioned his work in um in one of the earlier podcasts about um the philosophy of walking and, and whether walking impacts our poetry. And it's through kind of William Hazlitt that I was able to make the argument that, yeah, walking kind of is reflected in our writing. The way that we walk is, is the way that we write. And so Hazlitt's kind of arguing books are the best. <laughs> and William, you know, is saying, uh Wordsworth uh, is saying that actually uh, it's, it's nature that, that gives us these kind of, uh, that. Kind of feeds our imagination. So this, this poem is uh, addressed to Haslet by Wordsworth. Why, William, on that old grey stone, thus for the length of half a day? Why, William, sit you thus alone and dream your time away? Where are your books that light bequeathed to beings else forlorn and blind? Up, up and drink the spirit breathed from dead men to their kind. You look round on your mother earth as if she for no purpose bore you, as if you were her firstborn birth and none had lived before you. One morning thus by Esweth Lake, when life was sweet, I knew not why. To me, my good friend Matthew spake, and thus I made reply. The eye it cannot choose but see, we cannot bid the ear be still. Our bodies feel, where'er they be, against or with our will. Nor less I deem that there are powers which of themselves our minds impress, that we can feed this mind of ours in a wise passiveness. Thank you, mid all this mighty sum of things forever speaking, that nothing of itself will come, but we must still be seeking. Then ask not wherefore, here alone, conversing, as I may, I sit upon this old grey stone and dream my time away. The tables turned, an evening scene on the same subject. Up, up, my friend, and clear your looks, why all this toil and trouble. Up, up, my friend, and quit your books, or surely you'll grow double. The sun above the mountain's head, a freshening luster mellow. Through all the long green fields has spread, His first sweet evening yellow. Books, tis a dull and endless strife. Come hear the woodland linnet. How sweet his music on my life. There's more of wisdom in it. And hark, how blithe the throstle sings. And he is no mean preacher. Come forth into the light of things. Let nature be your teacher. She has a world of ready wealth our minds and hearts to bless, spontaneous wisdom breathed by health, truth breathed by cheerfulness. One impulse from a vernal wood may teach you more of man, of moral evil and of good than all the sages can. Sweet is the law which nature brings, our meddling intellect, misshapes the beauteous forms of things we murder to dissect. Enough of science and of art. Close up these barren leaves. Come forth and bring with you a heart that watches and receives. Stunning. I just love, I, I, I find it absolutely, The there are, there are a, few, a couple of stanzas here that really are quite, brilliant and I mean all of it is of course um but I do you might have heard some before because they're they're kind of um sort of the, the stanzas that are thrown around and one of those that I really like is books to the dull and endless strife come here the woodland linnet how sweet his music on my life there's more wisdom in it and sort of that argument that actually you know books are withholding you from being from being uh, able to imagine further and you know that's that's quite um it always makes me kind of it always feels a little bit ironic because of course William Wordsworth you know writes books and and uses them to educate so it's quite um it's quite a sort of fun um fun stanza but you do you do understand how you know, it's about kind of being in the world and experiencing the world that helps you learn. Um, and his belief is that you know nature is far more powerful than than the words of other people, which is, which is fascinating. Um, and fascinating too, because you know it kind of separates humans and nature when, uh, in fact, of course, we're part of it, part of all these cycles and and part of the animal world. So, yeah really uh, this is why I, I do love Wordsworth because he offers a lot of sort of food for thought in his art. So what I also learned at the uh, the Wordsworth Trust uh, in Grasmere is a little bit more about Wordsworth's relationship with his sister Dorothy and that she lived with him her whole life which and you know through his marriage and, and his children you know, she stayed with him um, which was I was told it was a kind of normal thing that that women were sort of looked after by the men in their family, um, and I wanted to read a little bit of her journal because she was her journal her, her writings were really um, sort of inspirational I think and influence uh, to Wordsworth and she wrote down kind of the things that they did and the conversations that they had. And it, it, there was there's something really wonderful about this sibling relationship. And so I'm just going to read a, a moment, which is from Thursday, the 29th of April, 1802. And it's a visit that they have to John's grove and they have a brother called John. He dies quite young, um, but they, they around their house, around the cottage, Dove Cottage, they have a lot of um, different areas that they name after for their family members and John's Grove is one of them. So I will read this and you'll, you'll kind of see the connections here that were you know, they, they sort of feel similarly about, about the kind of impact of nature, both he and Dorothy. So this is Dorothy's writing from her channel. We then went to John's Grove, sat a while at first... "'Afterwards, William lay, and I lay in the trench under the fence, "'he with his eyes shut and listening to the waterfalls and the birds. "'There was no one waterfall above another. "'It was the sound of waters in the air, the voice of the air. "'William heard me breathing and rustling now and then, "'but we both lay still and unseen by one another. "'He thought that it would be as sweet thus to lie so in the grave.' to hear the peaceful sounds of the earth and just to know that one's dear friends were near. The lake was still. There was a boat out. Silver how reflected with delicate purple and yellowish hues as I have seen in Spa. Lambs on the island and running races together by the half-dozen in the round field near us. The copses greenish, hawthorn green. So a really beautiful description of the natural world and this kind of peace that they find, both he and Dorothy, find in nature. So what I find, what I think is really interesting here and is to kind of note how we can write about, we might like to write poems about not just inspired by the work of others, but also the lives of others Think about themes that crop up within their lives. So, of course, we know and we've discussed before that the natural world pops up a lot. And that might be something that you're really connected to in your work and something that you really want to write about. You know, and it's so topical, of course, as well with eco-poetry and the climate crisis. And but we also here have familial relationships, relationships with family And that's what I really found about this when I went to Dove Cottage is I was really curious about the relationships between the siblings and how it inspired me to write my own poems about that theme. I'm going to have us pause here for the free writing and then we'll come back to this idea for the final prompt. So, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We have a moment now to you're welcome in a second to pause the podcast when I sort of shake the instrument that I use to indicate that, um, which is a um, it's a little kind of maraca from a toddler's uh, toy toy sets that I bought for when I was a classroom teacher for like doing fun um, fun kind of. Macbeth lessons with the witches sort of rattling instruments to create atmosphere (laughs) um and so I um I will shake that record and at that point um please feel free to pause the podcast and do just sort of spend about seven minutes writing whatever you would like to whatever's on your mind sort of empty your mind ready to start the work journaling really helps to kind of free yourself from anything kind of hanging at the back of your mind that you that might kind of influence your writing in a way that you might not necessarily want it to um and you don't want to kind of be worrying about things when you're trying to make art uh, so if you can kind of um use the free writing as a way to um sort of set your set your um anxieties aside i know it's easier said than done a lot of the time <laughs> Um, but if you can sort of, I suppose, contain it on the page, uh, and then, you know, you can always revisit it later, um, and just giving yourself a little bit of space and freedom. I also, if, if, uh, this is something that you're, you're interested in doing, I also give a prompt to start you off with, um, which me and you can write using that prompt, um, and, you know, if you, if you weren't interested in kind of free writing in a journalistic way, um, you could also sort of start writing a poem or a piece of prose, um, which is in paragraphs and sentences, just kind of flowing with the prompt and seeing where it takes you. So the prompt for today's free writing is magnets, idea of kind of coming together, um, or, or I suppose distancing as well, kind of being pulled apart. So magnet see where that prompt takes you here we go welcome back after the free writing I hope that gave you some some of that space and peace of mind and if you haven't managed to do it today then please um, maybe have a go later on or we can just move straight on to the final prompt so before we do that I um I do always say that at this point in the podcast episode, that if you are enjoying the podcast and if it's helping you with workshop your pieces, then please consider donating to my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash George's Poetry Workshop. It really enables me to keep creating the podcast and offer workshops to people who might um otherwise be unable to afford them and to, to give a workshop to those who might. Um, not be ready to go into kind of in-person workshops yet so anything you can uh, donate would be amazing and if you can't at this point or at any point don't worry Um, this podcast will be here for you. Uh, So thank you everyone for listening. The final prompt comes from this idea of considering themes around artists that we really like and not even just thinking about their work, but kind of biographical elements as well. So as I mentioned before, the relationship between William and Dorothy Wordsworth made me think of sibling relationships and and what I might write about those. So the final prompt for today is to pick an artist, a writer, a could be an activist, someone who has inspired you. And write about something that they have done, that, that a theme that comes up in your mind when you think of them, a an idea that cro- pops into your head, um, one of their ideas that you want to kind of explore and expand on. So, so finding finding something about another person's life or or a discussion bet- that you've had with somebody, perhaps just like sort of Wordsworth writes down uh, writes a poem based on his discussions with Hazlitt. Something that has taking one of one of those um, elements that has moved you about another person and writing about it, and it will be really interesting to explore. I think what comes of of that and those ideas, and to see to see what happens. And you might like to try a new form. You might write like to write in tersets which is three line stanzas you might write in couplets have a think about what your theme is and how the form might reflect that so um you might it might be a a poem that involves a sense of isolation and so you write single line stanzas so just one line space so one line space one line space um, it could be about broken relationships and then you leave sort of larger white space, white gaps um, between the words to, to emphasise this kind of dislocation. So having a having a go at sort of writing, the poem, see what form comes first and then consider, you know, is this the right one for the piece? OK, we'll leave it there for this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode thank you so much for listening and thank you as always to my musician friends who who created the uh intro to the podcast so that is george clark and the outro was created by portamento thank you again and i will see you next week